Hi everyone, and welcome to the For Us podcast. I am your host, Nilani Vinodia. Here at the For Us podcast, we talk all things mindfulness and self-care. As we're learning to become the next generation of leaders and changemakers, it's important that we learn how to prioritize what's important in life and take care of ourselves. That's what we do here at the For Us podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the For Us podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm so glad that you have come back if you're coming back to the podcast or that you are joining us for the first time. Thank you all so much. And as always, let's start the episode with the things I'm grateful for. Like I said last episode, I'm still trying to kind of like figure out like what changes I want to make to the beginning and end segments I have. I've been thinking about it, listening to some other podcasts. Um, but especially at the end, originally I did the tip of the week and then I changed the quote of the week and now I'm trying to change to something else, but I don't know. So if you guys have any ideas, feel free to DM me or email me any of your suggestions. Um, but at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to keep the things I'm grateful for, but it's not always going to be three. Sometimes it could be more than three or less than three, whatever it is. But today we are going to stick with two. So the first thing that I'm grateful for today is my support system. And the reason I'm feeling particularly grateful for that is so I, um, like I've told you guys before in the podcast, this is my first year doing sports at school. I joined the track team. And our last meet was this Tuesday. And it was kind of a conflicting scheduling thing for me. And I had to choose if I wanted to go to a track to, to the track meet or something else. And what ended up working out was I got to go to the track meet and do my other other conflicting events. So I got to do both, which I was really happy about. But at the track meet, so this is my last track meet, so I told myself, I said, okay, this is your last track meet, you have to make this one count, I'm a long distance runner, um, I was, I only ran one event, I ran the 800 meter, and I've run it before, I did that at our second slash track meet, so I told myself, I said, okay, if I could do as well as I did at the other track meet, you can do even better than that this time. And honestly, I didn't do as well as I hoped, but I think that was partially because like normally like my parents and my sister will come and like all my friends will be there and stuff like that. But at this track meet, it was our district meet. So everyone's kind of all over the place trying to get to events, do stuff, get stuff done. So there wasn't really that support system there that we normally have when we were running. So when it was my turn to run my 100, I didn't have those people cheering me on that I've had at the past two track meets. And in a way, I don't really know. I think partially I might be thinking too much into this, but definitely like part of it was me. Obviously, of course, I wasn't running as well as... I did at my last track meet, 
but that's okay because I ended up learning from this experience, which is good for me. But I also came to realize how much I took that support system for granted. You know, my parents, my family, my friends are cheering me on at my track meet meant so much to me than I actually realized. So I think from from that experience, I actually learned how much a support system means and how important it is to have a good one. Even if it's just one person who will be there for you always, that's what it is. And it's very, very important to have a support system. And I think a lot of times we take them or the person for granted and just take some time today to say thank you to that person or to those people who are always there to support you. And number two, I am very, very, very grateful for all of you listeners out there today. Why? Well, if you follow us on the podcast Instagram we hit 900 listeners of this podcast. 900. So that means if we get 100 more listeners, there's going to be a thousand people listening to this podcast. And that is surreal to me. Like, I just, I honestly am just doing this for fun. I am doing this because I love talking. <laughs> and podcasting seems like a great tool to channel what I'm passionate about and like for me it was never about oh well I have you know this many listeners now and like honestly I've never really thought about it as deeply as that but it's just a little bit crazy to me that like even you know 10 people care what I'm talking about but 900 like I've 900 is such a big number I was just like whoa like I woke up one morning and like I check my analytics every so often not all the time but like I I just check it periodically and I opened to it and it said 900 and I was just like whoa what's going on but I am extremely extremely grateful to all of you guys for all the support you've been giving me for for this podcast for this for us podcast okay that was cheesy let's move on um but yeah thank you all so so much I am so grateful and I feel so blessed to to be having the opportunity to share this with you and I thank you all so much for that okay that was a little bit longer but let's get into today's episode today this topic is really really broad I want to talk about accountability and the reason it's such a broad topic is because accountability applies to every single aspect of our lives like literally every single aspect friendships if you have a romantic relationship our relationships with ourselves every little thing that we do boom there's accountability in it everything everything we do and accountability requires a strong sense of belief it requires a strong sense of belief in yourself the decisions you make the things you do your practices and the people who you trust. Accountability in practices is is important when you're trying to incorporate a new practice into your life. So let's take an example. Let's say every morning you're, you want to do some yoga, five minutes of yoga every morning. Self-accountability is forcing yourself to get up every morning and do that yoga, even when you want to sleep in for five more minutes. That is self-accountability. 
and it's hard, but it is so possible to be done. Like, like Lennon Doyle says, we can do hard things. And self-accountability is one of those hard things. Holding ourselves accountable to the promises we make to ourselves, to the things that we want to do. How do you think all these like famous people out in the world do the things that they have done because they held themselves accountable to their goals, to their dreams, to the things that they wanted to do with their lives? In addition to self-accountability, one thing that I find that actually really helps is like, okay, let's see, let's go back to the yoga goal, right? You're trying to set a goal to do yoga every morning and you have tried to force yourself to wake up in the morning, but your silly mind is just letting you go back to sleep. You don't have that strong sense of will yet. And that's okay. Many of us don't, even I don't like, there's just some things that I just cannot force myself to do. I know they're good for me, but it's that mind we really need to learn to control our minds don't we but one thing that helps is asking someone else who you trust to to hold you accountable that could be a friend a family member anyone who you trust to hold you accountable to something ask them text them call them say hey I'm trying to I don't know do yoga every morning will you just send me a quick text or call me during sometime during the day and just check in with me and make sure that I did it? Because a lot of times what happens is when we rely on ourselves to hold ourselves accountable, it doesn't work because we're just like, oh, well, it's okay. No one else knows. It's fine. Like this is not hurting anyone else but me. But when someone else is brought into the picture and we say, okay, I'm going to tell my best friend told me accountable and this person calls you every day and says okay uh have you done your yoga in the morning you when you know that okay i'm gonna get a call every day checking in you're gonna feel more motivated to get up in the morning and do that yoga one like one example i can think of like just like that that's like in my life is like wordle i play wordle me my sister my aunt my grandma a lot of people in my family we play wordle and what we do to like remember to play it every day is that we all send it to each other we all like whatever score we get we always send it to each other even if we didn't get it right that's fine but we did remember to do it and that's the point with accountability it's not about oh man i i got a super I don't know. I got up super late, so I just can't do my yoga. Accountability is doing it regardless of what the circumstances are. Accountability is holding yourself accountable to that truth or someone else holding you accountable to that truth. And accountability isn't just about practices, about setting goals. It's also about your values and doing what's right instead of doing what is trendy or cool if it doesn't match your values, right? It's owning up to that stupid thing you said before. It's apologizing when you feel like you're in the right, when you may be in the wrong. It's it's being true to your values. It's being true to who you are. And I think this is a of a deeper aspect of accountability. This is not just about your goals and your dreams and things like that. This is about who you are as a person and being true to yourself and your values. Because when you when you own up to a mistake you made, 
to heal a relationship with a friend, that's accountability. What's not accountability is if you get into a conflict with a friend and you are stubborn enough to continue to believe that you're right, even though maybe you are right, but do you value this friendship more or do you value your false ego more? That's what accountability is. Accountability is in everything, like I said before. So there's no one definition for it. That's why I'm talking about different aspects of it because there's so many different things you can talk about with accountability. But there's that. And then one thing I also want to point out is that when you're setting your goals, you want to hold yourself accountable to them, but don't overcommit. And let me tell you why. You may think, okay, accountability, right, is a tool for motivation. And as much as it's a great tool and it's going to encourage you to keep, um, you know, practicing your goals, reaching your goals, doing the things that you need to do every day, you can't say, okay, well, I want to do yoga every morning and I want to journal every night before I go to sleep and I want to do meditation during my lunch break and um, and I want to drink like two gallons of water every day. I don't know, maybe not gallons, that that seems kind of unhealthy, but anyways, the point is, if you over, if you overset goals, you're going to get burnt out and the accountability isn't going to work. Choose one that's most important to you right now, prioritize, and say, okay, I'm going to focus on this goal. And once I have been consistent with it for two weeks, I can move on to the next one accountability is just getting you into the practice of making it a daily thing or a weekly thing or a bi-weekly thing, whatever it is. Accountability is just there to help you ease into the practice. So you, let's say you've been doing yoga every morning for two weeks and your friend is holding you accountable to it, calling you every day, making sure you're doing it. Then after the two-week mark, maybe you text them and you say, okay, maybe don't call me anymore but maybe just send me a text at the end of the day or something like that to say maybe send me a text now and do that for a week see if you're still as motivated if you're not go back to having them call you measure where you are you know measure your progress that's a really important thing in setting goals and accountability and this kind of stuff is measure your progress see where you're at understand where you need what what areas you can grow and what you need to grow. Understand yourself. It's okay if you're having a hard time with this goal. It's okay if you're having a hard time with self-accountability. It's totally normal. Just keep pushing, keep going because the real failure is just giving up. That's the real failure, giving up. There's also such thing as team accountability. Team could mean anything. It could mean any kind of relationship, a friendship, um, a romantic relationship. It could mean, you know, a team could mean a literal sports team or a chess team. Anything. Anything can be your team. Your team could be your group of friends, your family. Anything can be a team. So, So team accountability is accountability with other people. And what I mean by that is not them telling you, do your goals, reach your dreams, that kind of thing. This is the unspoken accountability that we often have. Like, okay, what's important to me is when we schedule a hangout, you showing up on time. That's what 
is important to me. So you need to be accountable for the fact that, like, your friend values that. And you need to understand that. So being accountable is, you know, creating better relationships and improving your sense of self-worth overall. And even building your mental strength, that's what accountability is doing. But in a team, accountability is showing up, doing what needs to be done for the team, taking one for the team, even when, you know, you feel like you don't want to do it. Think about the, the bigger picture. And that's another thing that accountability helps with is seeing the bigger picture. It shows you that this isn't for nothing. You're getting somewhere with this. I promise. This is not all just for funsies. There's a purpose behind this. You just need to keep on staying consistent to find that purpose. All right, guys. Honestly, this was kind of a shorter episode. But lately, the episode has been getting long, like 20 or so minutes, which is kind of long. But whew, this was a good episode. It was intense, but it was good. Also, there's a wasp right outside my window. and. I'm a little bit scared. No, I'm just joking. It's outside though, but still. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. Like I said before, I'm still trying to brainstorm what to put at the end of the episode. I feel like the quote of the week isn't isn't sinking in as much as I wish it would. So I'm I want to find something different because I'm not really feeling that anymore. And that's okay because change is good most of the time. Even though it's kind of hard, but it's okay. And like I said before, if you have any suggestions for what we could do at the end, um, DM me on Instagram or you can email me or I don't know, however, whatever's most convenient for you. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I certainly enjoyed it. So thank you all for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. And please remember to leave a review and rate the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other platforms. And as always, you can contact me at the podcast email, which is all lowercase for us podcast 108 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media where I will be happy to interact with you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye.